Hey guys, I'm your host John. And I'm your host Ahmed. And uh, on this episode of the Black Box Podcast, we're going to be speaking to an entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. We know this entrepreneur. We knew him before. Uh, this is one of John's old roommates. Uh, his name is Khalil. I don't know, John, if you want to give him like a little introduction. Yeah, uh, so we were like randomly put in the same suite freshman year, lived together for a few years at Stony Brook. Even during that time, he had started doing reselling and stuff like that with shoes, clothing, and that evolved into him now being a full-time entrepreneur doing that reselling has his own brand and stuff and we'll get into all that good stuff in the episode all right let's go yo all right so uh we're gonna get started and you know, we're going to begin by giving a little introduction about how me and Khalil know each other. We randomly happened to be, was it randomly? Weren't we talking on like the Facebook messenger before? Yeah. It was like when we first made that group chat, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, some random people from Stony Brook in our like quad made a Facebook group for all the same people and people were just hitting each other up trying to get rooms. And we just, we actually didn't decide to room together, but then we ended up in the same suite. So that was chill. That We did that for two years. Then did you stay in Yang another year? Yeah, I stayed in Yang. Yeah, junior year I did, yeah. Yeah, you still stayed with Carlos and Max, and then there were other people in there. I moved out to a different apartment. Honestly, I should have just stayed. It would have been better. Living in the apartment was kind of fucked. But yeah, now we're here. We both graduated from Stony Brook, right? You graduated? Yep. What Economics. degree? Economics. Well, you were comp- originally computer, right? Electrical. I was, Electrical. Like, I was like, hell no, I'm out here. <laughs> I remember after freshman year and then I stopped seeing you in classes. Yeah, like midway through sophomore year, I was like, oh. I'm done with this. No. Did you just realize that what you ended up pursuing now was actually going to, was like coming to fruition of something and you didn't need to fall back on electrical? Yeah, because I think, I, yeah, I like business more. I didn't really feel like like engineering was my thing, I, I guess. Like, um, yeah. What made you pick it from the beginning? I mean, like originally from- I wanted mechanical. And then they, they just said, no, nah, we're going to give you electrical. So I was like, all right, I'll take it. The fuck? <laughs> you don't have a choice over your own life? Sorry, bro. You got <laughs> you got to do electrical, not mechanical. Yeah, because they said the mechanical engineering field was like, filled or something like they can't put me in it and then i was like all right let me try this out and then i regret it till this day like <laughs> waste of a year i remember the first week we were doing like a pre-lab in the living room and i was like oh shit this is gonna be harder than i thought bro it was a, it wasn't even like a real electrical class it was just like yeah, that was a joke but even yeah. yo it got way harder after that <laughs> that's all i gotta say but uh I I didn't even know a college could just be like, yeah, nah, the major is full. Like, you got to look elsewhere. Yeah, it was basically my fault. Like, I didn't even try to fight back. I was like, all right, I'll just. Like, <laughs> I just. Got- the, yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter now. Yeah. Everything happened for a reason because maybe if you did mech, you would have liked it too much and stuck that out and abandoned <laughs> it, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, you you guys met like during Stony Brook, right? This yeah, year, first, I think yeah. so. Yeah, freshman year, we definitely yeah. We yeah, no, met. you had to. Have. You yeah, John used to bring you back to the uh, street. Yeah. yeah, and you remember Kyle? Kyle, Kyle. Oh yeah, he was yeah. a really tall, the tall white guy. Yeah, dude, he he lives in Connecticut, and uh, we, he like transferred after freshman year, and we're still in contact and shit. Like he's still a good guy. Yeah. Do you, do you talk to Carlos? No, I haven't talked to Carlos since like school. Like, Dude, I haven't heard from. I literally Carlos haven't spoken to Carlos in years. In years. Where'd yeah, you live senior year? Sorry. Say it again. Where'd you live senior year? Um, bro, I think I think it was Greeley. I had a single. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like in the the ghettos of you know Roosevelt Quad. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's a. <laughs> it's wild out there. Oh yeah, no, I think Greeley's. I mean, it was a single, so I was like, eh, I'll take it. No, I mean, no, it, yeah. if they if they would have given you a double or a triple in Greeley, I would say that Stony Brook was trying <laughs> to fuck you over because they changed your major on you and put you in a shit building. Yeah, but yeah, it was my fault because I was supposed to like re-register for Yang, but I forgot. Like you know when they make you um sign up again, like at the I think at the end of the year. Yeah, do the room. Yeah, it's like register or whatever. Yeah. I just totally forgot. And I was like, damn, I have to pick a room. So I just picked room. <laughs> or else I'd be homeless. I so Greeley, your freshman year. No, no. And you, it was Yang, the all freshman through junior year, senior year, he was Greeley single. Oh, senior year. Yeah. yeah because we all lived in the same suite for three oh, years. Shit. I just dipped it after two. But they all stayed. Right, so you live in, in Greeley and you graduate with a degree in economics, you said, right? Yeah. All right. So with all the crazy shit that happened to you at Stony Brook, it brought you to that point. And like, where have you gone since? Um, uh, since Stony Brook, I think my business improved basically like every year, like while I was in Stony Brook and then like after, um, because mostly I got more time to like focus on it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, You're able to dive into it like full fledged. You didn't have the distraction of school. Yeah, no school, nothing to like worry about. Just like straight focus on it. So you want to maybe elaborate as much as you feel uh, about what you got going on, what your business yeah, endeavors are currently. Um. So basically, I'm a reseller, as in simple terms. Like I sell uh Sneakers, clothing, art, anything that has value, I basically uh, buy and sell. Um, sometimes I have like um, customers, like repeat customers. Sometimes I get like new ones or one-offs, you know what I mean? Um, Will people like hit you up consistently and be like, yo, copy me this and they'll just like send you a picture and then you find it and get it to them and they'll just pay whatever price really you're trying to give to them? Yeah, that's like some of the times. I say like probably that's how it is like uh 30% of the time, I guess. It's pretty lit. Yeah, it's like a personal shopper basically. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. I think anyone like notable or um like celebrities? Yeah. I remember I I think did I tell you? Oh no, I sold no. to like Tristan Thompson once. Oh like, shit. Yeah, and like that's that funny. was in Stony days. It was like a long time ago. Yeah. Oh no, you never told me about that. Good for you. Sure. That's sick. 
Yeah, I think um, I'm trying to remember who else. Uh, like a bunch of like um, like IG famous people. Not no. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe not the average household name, but like people know about them on social media and shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's not like Kanye, like Jay Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would that would be wild if that's what you were dealing with on a daily basis. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, sorry I interrupted you. I don't know if you were still going. Um, so basically, uh, the margins on like what I do is like I get about I think between fifteen and twenty percent return on investment on like every purchase I make. So you'll usually try to like plan out, like you won't buy something unless you know you can probably get that fifteen to twenty percent. Yeah, I mean sometimes I sell for ten, but like ten is like the absolute minimum. Yeah. Then yeah, fifteen to twenty. I guess ten percent if it's a really expensive item. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah, it's a nice lick. <laughs> That's fire. Yeah. So, do you have I, you have like a social media like brand, right? It's not just through your name. Yeah, I, I used to have a social media brand, but then it got um deleted by Instagram. So I had to make a new one, which is called Anything Limited right now. But used to be oh. NY Sneaker Supply. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. That's what I was following. Is it another yeah. one? I'm going to give it a follow right now. What is it called? Anything Limited. Got you. Why they, what? You're not allowed to sell on there? Oh, yeah. So um, brands, they don't want you. Some brands, like I was selling Louis Vuitton and Chrome Hearts on my IG, and they don't want you to resell their product, I guess. So they report it to Instagram, and Instagram just deletes it. Just for like reselling it, just crazy. That's whack. Yeah, yeah that sucks. You think? Yeah. I so. What's what's your like business model? Like, how do you like? What do you do um, besides just purchasing the the like shoes and clothing and art? Um. Well, basically, most of it is like making connections. If that's what you're asking, like you have to know workers that can help you get it. Like I don't, I don't necessarily wait in lines anymore. Like I have people that help me get it, and then um, I pay them a percent, not a percent, like a fee. Yeah, yeah. So I have to put that in expenses. Um, yeah, then I'm still trying to make about fifteen percent on top. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's it. Gotcha. Uh, nice. Oh, what were we going to ask? You can go first. I was just going to, like, it sounds like um, like an example of, like, entrepreneurship, right? And, like, one of the things that, like, I've, always, I've learned in, like, class was, uh, like, you have to have, like, a brand and, like, do, like, marketing and stuff like that. Like, what is your brand and, like, how do you, how do people, like, find you, so to speak? Oh, so I use um, Instagram, Twitter. Well, not Twitter. Instagram. um, uh, Yeah, okay, yeah, sometimes Twitter. um, Mostly those two. Sometimes Facebook, I guess. And then I try to, like, make... uh, get new customers by like promoting my Instagram every uh, day on like Twitter on Facebook. Yeah. Got you. Oh, you, will you pay for ads or something like that or no, I just post, just post your, you share your account and stuff. 
Yeah. When, I don't know, I guess, when did you start to see growth where it was like a hobby and when did it start to become something that you were like, all right, this is something I could actually do as a career? Um, I think like between freshman, sophomore year in college, it was mostly like a hobby. Like I, it wasn't like a full time because, you know, I'm still in school. But then when like my schedule started, like, because I switched to economics, so my schedule was light. So I could just, I had like free days, I would, like between junior, senior year. And I was like, yo, this could be, actually be like an actual career, you know? And then you started it, to put more time in and see more come out of it. Yeah, exactly. Cause I had more free time off school. I think junior, senior, I probably only had like three, four days of classes each, each semester. So yeah, I had more time to go like, uh, focus on it. Got you. How, how many hours do you think a day you used to spend and how many do you spend now on it? Back then in college, I'd say probably no more than two. No more than two hours, but now today, like, psh, I spend probably, probably 15, like, 20, yeah, like, 15, yeah, 15 hours. Every day. I mean, like, every hour. Like, your, your, your world's just surrounded around it now, probably, right? Yeah. That was just like working. Yeah, you wake up, you got people hitting your phone, you're looking stuff up, you're looking for drops, you're doing whatever. Yeah. It gets annoying at one point, like, when people are always messaging you, like, you, is, is your phone always busy like that? Yeah, 100%, bro. Like, That's OD. Yeah. Like, I get in texts like, bro, can you get me this? Yo, bro, are you selling that? It's, it's crazy, yeah. Damn. At this point, it's kind of self, like, like, you have the momentum built, you're just keeping it going. Yeah, basically. Are you still trying to expand a lot more or? I'm trying to figure out a way how to expand and, you know, like scale it. Yeah. Get more people involved. Yeah, exactly. I'm like get employees or something, you know, it's hard to do when like for this kind of business, it's hard to do is like, cause you have to find people you trust. Yeah. 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 I'm still looking looking for a way. Yeah. I was going to say like. What's what's your like general plan for the future? Um, I was uh I was trying to move more from like lower, you know, like um sneakers to more high end luxury stuff. Like next year, I know I'm gonna start um selling timepieces, like uh watches and stuff. Rolexes? Uh, possibly, yeah. Like under twenty thousand ish, about like. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to move from like regular stuff to like high end pieces, so like it's like less time consuming because I'm yeah. making more profit off one item, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Really, yeah, per sale profit. Yeah, exactly. And then with that kind of stuff, it's easier to um, scale it, I guess. It's easier to um, lower the workload. Yeah. It'll be like a bigger. Uh, like a bigger cut from like a like one sale yeah, yeah. so ran- somewhat of a random question but would you ever like mat- matriculate into nfts or is that do you think that's like a very different type of field i mean i've heard of them yeah like uh it's more risky it's more it's like Tangible goods is like you know you're you're gonna get the money you spent back at least like minimum. 
but like with NFT, like you can get zero, right? Or am I wrong or right? Like, yeah, you can technically get nothing if no one wants to buy it, or you can get yeah. way less. Exactly. Yeah, it's more riskier, but it's like it's like more profitable, right? Yeah. Apparently, bigger my, risk, bigger reward. Yeah. My little cousin told me today he made forty k. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. John, this is Ead that I'm talking about. Really? Yeah. Forty k off one or like just off like- off of off of one. He said he got it for like like two thousand dollars, something like that. And he said now it's worth like ten Ethereum. Shit, damn! I like, dude. What? How? Like, how is this dude making more money than me? Like, I'm <laughs> I'm literally working like every day, and this dude. I'm like, because he takes he, big risk. He's got balls. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's got balls. This man was trying to prove to like my brother, myself, and like his brothers that, um, what was it? Oh, he was saying he doesn't sleep on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we were just like, "What? What do you mean you just you don't sleep?" He's like, "Yo, I have to wake up at five a.m. to go to this to go to the Manhattan for class." Like, I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. That's horrible. So I just don't sleep. And we're just like, oh, that no. is such a bad idea, bro. And he's like, nah, it works for me. He just, like, sleeps mad on the weekends. And that's the same guy who made 40K off of an NFT. And it, I think it's like a monkey or something like that. Or one of those apes, I guess. Maybe. But, yeah. I'm sorry, we uh, went a bit off track. Um, I'm sorry. We were talking about your future, though. And, yeah. uh We talked about him scaling. Oh, yeah, let, let's let's go this way a little bit. This is my neck of the woods. Um, yeah, I kind of asked this before we started recording, but do you have any, like, other ways you're using your money? Are you investing it? Are you just saving it? Are you um, in crypto, stocks? I don't know, anything real estate? Um, not yet. I just have it like in like um physical stuff like art. Like I just save it, and then I have um, I just have like a mutual fund. Nothing crazy. That's good. Yeah, mm. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, a little diversification is better than nothing. Yeah. Do some, you know, gambling on the side. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed <laughs> to say that, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, you no, you can say whatever you want here. Yeah, just, more for you. Yeah, just so, what game. do you like to play? What do you do? Uh, some poker, some sports gambling, some you know NBA, two K, you know, or NBA bet- ball. Yeah, NBA, NBA betting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, besides poker, are there any games that you've that you like to play? Are you gonna be profitable off of? Um, no, that that I'm prof- profitable off of. No, nah, just poker, basically. I think I'm yeah. I play blackjack. It's the worst game ever. Yeah, I, I I always have played blackjack, and I've never played poker at a casino. Yeah, yeah, blackjack's way easier because poker is like harder to understand. And, like, no, I mean I I've played poker like outside of a casino, but I'm like too intimidated <laughs> to go and play it at a casino because like I like for me like I've always just played for like five ten bucks. Like I don't really give a shit. Mm. But like I don't want to. It's like if it's like a fifty dollar buy in, like 
I'm about to get finessed by some like <laughs> seventy year olds. You probably play with big way, like bigger money, right? You're probably going. You're yeah, trying to win something. I went, yeah, I went to Vegas three times this year, and I play like um, yeah, I just put put a thousand dollars in and then try to spin it up. Yeah, damn, good shit. I don't have the balls for that. I yeah. would, but I just don't have like any luck when it comes to that shit. I literally be broken an hour to find a way to lose it all. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm a lucky too. All right, uh, let me ask a couple more questions, then we can wrap things up. Um, do you think entrepreneurship is for everyone? Like, do you think it's harder or easier than you know going the normal route? Normal is in getting a nine to five. Uh, um, I think I would say I want to say yes, but I'll say no because like it's so mentally challenging. Like the stuff that is basically just yourself, and like you just have to rely on yourself. Like um, like taxes and stuff. Like you have to figure all that out by yourself, and like you have to put everything your sheets together. Like you're basically working from when you wake up to when you sleep. It's like so mentally hard to like do that. Like, yeah, because you're you're your own boss, so like you yeah. have to choose your hours and shit. Yeah, basically, yeah. And then like it's ba- like if you're if you're just like having a nine to five, like you just go clock in, clock out, like do your job. It's basic, yeah. And they do your everything for you. Like you get your benefits, and other stuff. Like I work for myself, I get no benefits. Like um like a 401k or like health benefits or stuff like that. Yeah. So I'd say it's, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I wish it could be, but yeah. I mean, yeah. the world won't work if everyone's like working for themselves, you know, like some people have to like be like employees, I guess. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. If everyone decided to be an entrepreneur. Then there would be a lot of small businesses, but not a lot of big ones. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think it, in order for you to get, have gotten where you are, you had to put in a lot more work than you think you would have if you just got your degree and dipped? I just got my degree and just got a job. Yeah. Got a job. Like, yeah. I, Mm, yeah i say so yeah i have to like maybe because it's yours and it's your business yeah you have accountability for it so you like it's something you want to do you're you're motivated about it all that kind of stuff yeah exactly when you work for someone else it's yeah yeah that's like your life yeah yeah because i've been doing like i've been into sneakers since i was like probably like 12 11 so yeah like i have a lot of knowledge on it and like it's easy to apply that to make money basically got you yeah because if you just learn a few specific skills you can turn at least when it comes to sneakers and reselling because there's already a a niche there um yeah it doesn't take a lot to become profitable you learn the couple couple of the right things uh just in order to you know scale it up that's when the real business savvy things like that come in having a brand all that stuff yeah and like the sneaker um business, like uh, not sneaker uh, sneaker market is is like constantly growing. You know, like I think they valued it at a uh, four billion dollars like two years ago. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah, so it's probably even more now. Yeah. Double that. Probably around 10 right now. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Which makes a lot of sense because TikTok, I feel like I see a lot of TikToks about shoes and yeah, when I might, when before on social media, like only specific shoe pages were really posting their shoes. Yeah. It wasn't something. Yeah, I see a lot of like resellers promoting their business on TikToks and like like people just showing off their sneaker collection and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people made business accounts. It's basically just an account promoting their business, you're right. And then posting their product all over it. Yeah. TikTok's really good for that. I might get into it. Like people I heard it works like for like advertising and stuff. Hundred percent does. I've seen a lot of people do it. And it's it like as long as you can somehow get a follow you can pay for ads or you could pay people to make the video, but if you made your own account and then were able to get enough followers, then it's free advertisement. You're not paying for ads. Because that's like quick bursts of information people you know, it's not like someone has to watch a long YouTube video or something like that. It's like yeah, it's a quick like ten seconds, seconds or less, right? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Uh Last question, I guess, is any questions for me or Ahmed? Or Ahmed, do you have any questions? Oh, shit. Uh, I didn't write any down. Damn. Let me see. Uh, do, where do you see you got your, like, yourselves in the future? Like, with, like career-wise? Gotcha. Ahmed, you want to go first? Yeah, I think I could go. I, I think with, like, my my current ambitions, like where I want to be. I want to be working in the tech space, most likely for like a fang, uh, specifically Google. Google's like my my goal, right? But I don't want to like, like I, I want to work like 40 hours and then not do anything work related after that. And have like my own real estate and other like side business ventures going on simultaneously. And then like that is what I can do during my free time besides like actually enjoying my life as well. Like that's, that's my goal. Like basically have like a stable job in the background that I want to be excelling at, but that doesn't require me to work ridiculous hours. That's a good way to put it. That sounds like an ideal situation. Uh, yeah. yeah. For me, I think I'll not be working a nine to five anymore. And I think I'll be, I mean, doing something entrepreneurial, not the same thing as you. I'm into, you know, I talk about it on this stuff all the time, crypto trading, real estate, things in that kind of, area that kind of space but in five years that would be nice it's more like as soon as i get to the point where i don't need to then i'm dipping Mm, i don't yeah so like in five years you want to like quit your like nine to five and just yeah quit my nine to five Mm. yeah and then at that point i'd have Yeah, other things, producing passive income or active income. But 
that I enjoy and I don't feel like I'm like working, you know, forced to do the same hours every day and whatnot. But if it's like something like you really enjoy like if someone like a crypto like company asks you to come work for them, would you like say yes? If it's like the pay is worth it. Uh, yeah, I would consider that Yeah. because I mean, obviously it depends on pay and everything like that and how involved I would be in terms of 40 hours or more. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, it's more like the time. Like I want the freedom. Yeah, and freedom, also freedom. the things that I'm passionate about now, I, I want to put all my time into them. I'll make time and be motivated for them almost whenever. But when it comes to things that I'm not really that passionate about, I kind of have to really push myself to do things sometimes. Gotcha. I feel like a lot of people can relate, but. Definitely. So, yeah. That is that it? Um, yeah, I guess so. Can't I think, think we can it. wrap it up here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. You want to shout anything out again? You want to shout out your Instagram? Oh, yeah. My Instagram is anything limited. Um, yeah. If you want to give your personal. Oh, yeah. Kill Khalil. K-I-K-I-L-L-K-A-H-L-I-L. Both on Instagram. Yeah. Fire. All right. Um, so this wraps up our 18th or 19th episode. Can't even remember anymore. We're getting up there. Uh, please don't forget to leave some feedback wherever you're listening from. Hopefully yeah. you enjoy this perspective of, you know, one of our friends who's a successful entrepreneur, but the thing about entrepreneurship is it's always, you're looking for the next step. You're looking for growth. So, but when I say successful, I mean, he made it and that's it, you know, his official occupation now. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so entrepreneurship in a nutshell. Um, we have our uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter up at Black Box Podcast. No A in the black. Uh, thanks as always for listening. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.